How's it going, man? Hello, David. How are you? I'm <laughs> doing well, kid. Good week, huh? It was a great week. TGIF. TGIF. For all you viewers out there and listeners, we will be talking about TGIF. It's meaning over time and a lot of different TV shows pertaining to TGIF. Exactly. All right. David, that's perfect. Lead into it, man. Let's start out. You remember when we were kids and it was Friday night, about 7 p.m. Yes, I do. Television was on and it was TGIF. Was thank goodness it's Friday is what I remember and recall. However, that's right. It actually started out as thank God it's Friday. Then it changed to thank goodness it's Friday. And then it finally ended with thank goodness it's funny. Hmm. For real. Hmm. And just for some fun facts for you guys, and I'm, I got to read from my notes here. TGIF is Excuse me, TGAF is a name of an American family-friendly primetime television programming block excuse me, on ABC, which started to air September 22nd, 1989. Now, that was their marketing ploy to get us young cats here to start watching television. Uh, 7 o'clock... Um, excuse me, 7 p.m. was a popular time for people to sit down and watch television back in the 80s. And as people grew up and as our generations have changed and the environment has changed, the Friday nights have become more social and people would get out and do more than instead of watching television. So that's why we don't hear TGIF on Friday nights anymore. But what I found was interesting is I want to talk about the shows that David and I grew up or the the audience listening that we watched on Fridays. We we all watched them. I mean, it is of the generation that grew up throughout all that time. I mean, I, I don't know anybody unless they were born after this ended that doesn't know TGIF and uh, and some of the lineup. Exactly. I I asked my children if they ever heard of it. And they, of course, they said no. And to be quite, quite honest with you, David, I don't even know what's playing on television anymore because with the internet and all the streaming devices, you know, we'll watch, uh, we'll watch like Gold Rush on Discovery. We'll watch, um, excuse me, uh, Gold Rush. We'll watch Deadliest Catch. And that's pretty much about it. Sounds like a lot of Discovery Channel. Yeah, we're Discovery guys. We like it over there. But what I found fun was, and I bet the audience remembers these, and I bet you do too, David. In 85 and 86, the top sitcom, these, remember this, was on Friday nights, okay? Because they're, you know, on on all the other nights, there were other great programming. But on Friday nights, there was, in 85 and 86, Webster and Mr. Belvedere. I remember that. I remember watching those shows. I don't remember all the content of the shows, but I remember watching them. Exactly. In 87 and 88, a famous program of Full House came out. My wife, huge fan of Full House. And Perfect Strangers. 
Now, I distinctly remember watching Perfect Strangers and loved the show. In 89 and 90, Full House continued to be on Friday nights, but then a cool show of Family Matters came out, Mm -hmm. and then just the 10 of us. Can you believe it? Man, no, I can't. That it being it's bringing back memories that <laughs> a long time ago. Exactly. I mean, I remember sitting down every Friday night with my brother, my not necessarily my family, but with my brother, and we would all sit down and watch these. I know my mom would be in the room. Dad was still at work, of course, or he'd be just coming home. Good time. So that leads me into my next cool list I got going on here. And that is the top 10 television series of the 80s. Now, remember, this list I got was based on viewership. So this is nothing that I or David came up on our own that we thought was the best of the 80s. This is based on viewership. I was able to grab this off the internet, and I'd like to thank Wikipedia again. They helped me a lot with my research. And let's start with number one. The number one show, number one watch show of the 80s. I'm sure you've heard it. Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Of course. <laughs> I wanted to go to that bar. When yeah, I, uh, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Number two, oh, this guy's cool. Family Ties. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Back to the Future guy. Yep. Michael J. Fox. Absolutely. Young Republican that he was. Exactly. Number three, Magnum P.I. The mustache and the Ferrari. Exactly. Oh, yes. Number four, Night Court. I loved Night Court. Probably not appropriate for somebody that was my age to watch it, but I absolutely loved Night Court. I loved the antics of what was going on. This was my personal favorite. Fred Savage, The Wonder Years. Winnie. How could you forget Winnie? Winnie Cooper. Yes. Uh, six, this one was been around for a long time, MASH. And it was... It's number six. Number six. Yeah, because yeah, I thought it started in the 70s. It did, that, right? and it continued on to the 80s to make it still on the top of the list. In the 70s, it was one of the top programming there was to watch on. Wow. Go MASH. Number seven, my wife absolutely loves this show. I, I, I can't stand it. The Golden Girls. I liked The Golden Girls, oh, too. Oh, no, Blanche. <laughs> I shouldn't even know their names, but we had it played so much around the house here. There you go. Uh, number eight, Moonlighting. I liked Moonlighting, too. That's, that was my introduction to uh, Bruce Willis. Yes. Yeah, I think that's, that may have been his first show or start, period. Yep. I don't remember, but. Uh, number nine, Hill Street Blues. Hmm. I didn't know Hill Street Blues. Drawing a blank here. I've heard of this one. Ten Newhart. Bob Newhart? I believe so. Uh, The audience, you can help us out with this one. Sounds familiar. Uh, I don't remember watching it. Eleven. This one's an oldie. Taxi. Yes. And then twelve. Oh, you can't forget Mr. T. No, you can't forget Mr. T. And the A-Team. Absolutely. Now... These were most of these were not my favorite shows except for the Wonder Years. So I my favorite shows of the eighties didn't quite cut make the cut for the top ten. What is it? Okay. Um well Miami Vice, because I was wearing the Miami Vice coat the other day. Yes, you were. That was number fourteen. Looking dapper. Oh, thank you. The Cosby show only punched out fifteen. 
What? Yes. Dukes of Hazard. You can't forget Daisy. Oh, no. In the and Duke the, Boys? In the, in the car? Yes. Number 16. Then uh, my all-time favorite, Knight Rider. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, the, you're, you're listing them off by their, their scores from the 80s, but I'm like, it's either Knight Rider or MacGyver. He, for you, because those were mine, Knight, Knight Rider, MacGyver, and Nighthawk. Yep. Not, yeah. Uh, I'm I d- disappointed to tell you, Nighthawk didn't even make the list yet. I can only tell you, Knight Rider hit 18, MacGyver hit 19, and then do you remember Alf? I do remember Alf, because I loved it. Yeah, he punched 24. 24. So, top 25. Top there you 25. Go. There you go. Our shows were still there. I will tell you that um, if you want to watch MacGyver, it is on Amazon Prime, and I've introduced my kids to MacGyver, and it's epic. Let me tell you, it's even better now than it was when I was, you know, five. Well, that's because you get all the references and all the things that are really going on contextually within the storyline. I was watching an episode just tonight with my kids, and they had a blown fuse, and I kid you not, he fixed the fuse... With a bubblegum wrapper. I said, no way. I loved MacGyver when I was a kid because he fixed things. He would go into crazy situations and he would pull out the stuff from his pocket or somebody else's pocket and he'd fix stuff. And one of uh, my passions is, okay, if it's broke, fix it. Figure out how to fix it. Fix it any way you can. You learn more by trying than you do by throwing away and buy something new. So. Fixing it's kind of been in my blood, and I don't know if that's nature versus nurture, where where it is, but MacGyver, I know, had a hand in guiding that that path. So thank you, MacGyver. Dude, totally awesome show. I'm telling you, man, you got to watch it with your kids. It's totally, I will tell you, with MacGyver, I'm still on season one. I think we're on episode nine. There's always MacGyver, and there's always a pretty lady. Now, is he... Good show, then. Yes. I mean, is he getting fresh with them all? No. But the first couple of episodes, yeah, there was kissing. I was like, what? He <laughs> scored, you know, because his ingenuity, his engineering, he's so smart and suave. Nice. He would, he would score points with the chicks. I was like, wow, this dude, he's smart, he's savvy, and he's, that's impressive. That's awesome. I, I have not seen it since I watched it through actually i started watching the first episode trying to get mary because she didn't watch macgyver growing up girl you know not not her thing maybe it wasn't watched within the family i don't know but i i tried to get her to watch the first episode and she's just like nah, i can't get into this and i was like no i will tell you season one has like 23 episodes and they're like 44 minutes long you will t- it takes a while and then it does take a while there's like seven seasons with 20 plus episodes. I mean, I got content for my kids mm-hmm. probably for the next couple of years. So interestingly enough, last weekend, we showed the kids the um, recent Star Trek reboot oh, movie by J.J. Okay. Abrams as the director and producer on that one. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pine as Kirk and Zachary Quinto as... Spock and numerous other very talented actors and actresses. And both the kids were just 
elated. I grew up watching Star Trek in, well, Star Trek The Next Generation, which I believe started in the late 80s. It might have been the early 90s. Went for seven, nine seasons, somewhere in that range. And uh, my son, that's all I can talk about now. When are we going to watch the next Star Trek? That is awesome. When are we going to watch the next Star Trek, Dad? Dad, I want to watch the next Star Trek. I want a spaceship. Where's my spaceship? When can I build a spaceship? When are you going to build me a spaceship? David, you really got to introduce him to, you know, what it was like Kirk. I can't remember. He's in those uh, those commercials now for the Travelocity. Not Travelocity. Oh, you're talking about William Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah, That's it. The original Star From Trek. Like, yeah, you need to introduce him the to that. The 1960s version with all the uh, yes. short skirts and the yes. philandering. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's not just one Classic or two Kirk. episodes. We're talking like 20 in season one. I mean, he, you yep. got you got content for years. 1966, 67, 68. Or 66, 7, 68, 69. Somewhere in there, I think, is when those came out. So, yeah, you need to introduce them. Let me know how it goes, too. I will. I, I'm a little worried about leading him down <laughs> leading him down that path. He's already tries to be a little Casanova, you know, does something wrong. And uh, Mary's upset with him because he's done something wrong. She, he's like, oh, I love you, Mama. You're the best mom ever. You look so nice, Mama. Wow. Where is this coming I'm, from? Because he doesn't hear that from me. Casanova, yes. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, hey, switching gears, David. Um, I know you're doing some hobbies lately. Always am. Always have something on the docket that I'm I've been working on. Uh, this is is not a new hobby. I have 2014. Preceding 2014, I was really interested in drones. 2014, I watched this video where they were using drones in architecture to scan buildings and spaces with the cameras on drones and then create photogrammetry. Wow. 3D images. So you could create a model 3D space with all of these images and GPS okay. and spatial recognition was sold. I, I was interested before that. And then when I saw that, it sold me. Had no money. I think I talked about this in one of the previous podcasts. If not, you're catching up. Sold things on eBay. Got a bare minimum amount of money where I could build one myself. Built a drone. That led me into skip forward two years. I wanted to start doing the drone racing thing. Wanted a go down that path, and you needed a ham radio license to use the frequencies that the goggles were using to communicate with the drone. Cool. So, what do I do? I studied for the ham radio technician's license and used ARRL, which is the Amateur Radio Relay League's webpage, and their information and learned as much as I could on ham radio, amateur radio, all of the terms and realms for it. Took my test in uh, 2016 and have been a ham radio, amateur, licensed person, whatever you want to call it, technician 
since then. And uh, about a year later, I had been doing the drone and drone work and decided to get a handheld radio because in Kansas we have a lot of nasty weather. And so I got myself a Yaesu, Yesu, uh, handheld radio. And it allows me to do, for all you hammers out there, it'd be 70 centimeter and 2 meter, which you would know that for the handhelds most of the time and uh, have been listening. I, I listen to the weather radio. Uh, it, it'll it make noise and I can turn it on and listen to the weather radio reports. I can listen to the local hammers talking on the repeaters. I can do a lot of that kind of stuff. I don't ever really talk on it. However, if somebody else took their license and and had it, I would talk to them regularly on the radio. I'd be like, throw out my call sign and call you up, man. But uh, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. it's, it's pretty interesting. And interestingly enough, it, the, the drones got me into the ham radio, got me into the drone racing. Then it got me into the commercial drone side of things. And I took my part 107 in 2018 and passed my commercial license for drone operation. So I'm a uh, licensed UAV operator and ham radio architecture license. I tried to dabble in as many, anything that sparks my interest. I, I tend to chase it down and learn as much as I can about it. Just can't help myself. I think that's awesome, buddy. It's an addiction. I, I believe my wife will wishes less would come in with those addictions. I, I'm impressed. I don't have that. <laughs> I got my son a walkie talkie. Hey, that thing is cool. It's got like 60 channels on it. And even with that, you have to be careful. There's something called GMRS and FRS, Family Radio Service, General. I don't remember what the GMRS is. You have to be careful which stations you use because some of those are licensed stations. Uh, we know. Corbin's found them. Uh, he I, did. I, <laughs> we had to tell him to stay off of them. And mainly we use the walkie-talkies, like when he's riding his bike. Mm-hmm. We, he wants to go down, we, you know, down the cul-de-sacs and down further into the yeah. the neighborhood. We're like, all right, take the walkie-talkie, keep in constant communication with us. Yeah, he's got it on him, and so that way, instead of mom having to yell and it never get to him because he's at the pool. Exactly. Now you can get on the walkie-talkie and say, "Get home, Corbin." The only problem we have with it, like any probably 10-year-old boy, is he'll be in his bed at 10.30 at night, and I'll hear it blurping or beeping. Because he's listening. He's trying to find people talking. Exactly. I'm like, what are you doing? That's pretty funny. bed. I've been looking at radios, just like what you, just looking at radios, thinking about getting some so that now then they could all talk. Because... Stranger Things? Have you seen Stranger Things? Uh, not the television, so. On on Netflix, man, you need to watch Stranger Things. I know. They, they're they all on their big old giant walkie-talkies, AV Club, 1980s. It's awesome. Uh, no Awesome lie. show. I'm on, awesome show. I'm on the Game of Thrones right now. We're on the Game of Thrones That's together, right. watching the final season. So that and, awesome. uh, and MacGyver. MacGyver. Nice. I never finished Gold Rush. I mean, I'm the deadliest catch just started. I don't know if I'll have time to do that. The kids are really into MacGyver. There's a lot going on. I know I got a scout, and you've got baseball and... Golf and gymnastics. Yeah. 
all the things that kids do, and they take a lot of time. They do. Well, David, I think that's it. I think it's it too, man. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for asking the question. Man. You bet, buddy. Bringing uh, up all this information. It was fun, fun. Give the wonderful audience our closing statement. I will. Please subscribe through your listening and viewing outlet. We are the Dudes in Kansas show. You can find us at Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music Podcasts, and YouTube. Like and leave constructive feedback, and thank you for listening, and have a great week. Bye, David. Bye, Ken.